1: Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends, your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound, LGB on the LOB, Locked On Browns, brought to you by the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And as always, we appreciate everybody for making Locked On Browns your first listen each and every morning. Reminder, whatever podcast platform you listen to, Locked On Browns, always available for you. Make sure you are subscribed or following the Locked On Browns podcast, five-star ratings, written reviews. All the Rage Kids, and as always, Lockdown Browns, free and forever will be. I am your host, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. The show itself, at Lockdown Browns, follow back account, as everybody knows, DMs are open. Today's episode of Lockdown Browns is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. going to sit down here today from Lions Wire, Browns Wire. Real GM, you guys all know Jeff Rizdin. Um, Looking to get some thoughts here. We're going to talk a little offense. We're going to talk a little defense. Um, and the Browns now, another test coming late Sunday afternoon. Uh, remember, folks, uh, you know, calculate your uh, your pregame beverages as we have a later start Sunday on the West Coast and SoFi Stadium. Um, Jeff, first thing I want to get to, um, and we'll get to the defense here in a minute. But as the defense is, you know, taking this turn and trending upwards, as it is, seems we are once again, and it seems it happens every year. Twenty nineteen, you know, notwithstanding, twenty nineteen was what it was, where we hit this little funk with the passing game, this little funk with Baker Mayfield. We went through it last year. Everybody knows how it ends. Knew, knows how it ended, obviously. But here we are again. A um, little bit of you know funk with Baker. Um, You know, for those who want to play that game, does it coincide with the return of Odell Beckham Jr.? Yes. Yes, it does. We understand. Um, And, you know, we spoke with Stephen Thomas yesterday on that. Look, that relationship has never reaped the benefits, reaped the rewards, I think, that we all really thought and just assumed it would. Um, But, Jeff, here we are, you know, and it's not hurting anything as the Browns are 3-1. and They still have, by not even close, just an incredible – rushing attack and now to the point where um, it, it's maybe Kareem setting up Nick where it used to be Nick getting it going Kareem badgering people for 20 minutes then closing it out with Nick now there's weeks where it's Kareem getting the party started making things for easy easier for Nick later in the game um, still three and one but we've kind of you know and maybe this year a little earlier than in years past. Here's that Browns passing game, kind of you know driving down the side of the road with the emergency brake kind of stuck on.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's and, and I think the, the important thing, and you brought it up, is that they are in fact three and one, and that that seems to be getting lost. I also think that a lot of people are getting lost in the fact that every team goes through this. Every great quarterback goes through this. I remember a game where Drew Brees threw one touchdown pass, three interceptions, and 168 yards. And like, did did Saints fans think the sky was falling? No, they didn't. Now, obviously, he had a longer track record than Baker. But, you know, look at Aaron Rodgers in week one. He was the worst quarterback in the football in week one.
1: Mm -hmm. Um,
0: Good players have bad games. Good passing teams have days where it's off. I watched one a couple of weeks ago where Lamar Jackson um, did not have a good game against Detroit. didn't help that Hollywood Brown dropped two touchdown passes. But, you know, (laughs) it happens. And I think I, I think the the micro-focus on one week against a good Vikings defense, you do have to tip your hat to the Vikings a little bit. They played well on defense. Uh, I think that's also getting lost. Uh, and then Baker's hurt. It's clear his, his non-throwing shoulder is bothering his throwing. Uh, I, 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 don't, I don't see how that's not factored in for, for some people either. I mean, yes, did, did it coincide with, with Odell being – back yes it did um but there, there's so many things that are going on i just wish they could play now and baker could go out and 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 you know just put it behind him and, and have a good game against a, a chargers defense that, that's solid but but vulnerable and you know, i i think that would that would answer a lot of questions I, like the vikings and the bears both have good defenses they have they have ability to impact you I also think Jedrick Wills being hurt is a much bigger problem than a lot of Browns fans acknowledge or realize. Look, he's been he can't move. That's a problem, and they they put James Hudson in, and oh my God, that can't happen again. Oh my God, that was bad, Jeff. That was bad. Uh, so uh, th- th- there's a lot of things for everybody to put all the blame on. Six's healthy shoulder. I, I can't do that. Like like, there's a lot going on there. And and I I think the broader perspective is needed. You know, he was he was brilliant in the first two weeks. Do do we forget about that now? Do we ignore that? Jesus, Tony, stop doing that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, and as everything goes here, um, sometimes you get way too high. Sometimes things get way too low. Um, But I do want to get to Jedrick Wells. And look, I mean, to his credit, in you know, I know just with talking with people, even that Sunday morning. Uh, against Houston. Everybody was set for Blake Hans to start. And I don't think the Browns wanted that, obviously. Um, Jedrick Wills did just enough for this thing. All right, let's go. Can't finish the Bears game. Can't finish the uh, game against the Vikings. Uh, look, I admire the effort and I think we understand what the Browns are doing. Um, but this is getting to the point, maybe, where it's a little bit, you know, a little bit too much of a gamble because. One more of these, and then you're talking, you know, no Jedrick Wills for a month. I mean, this sounds something more like, hey, can we get the kid off the ankle for eight, nine days and see where we're at come week six? Exactly. And I would like to see them do that. Now,
0: it's difficult to justify that going into the Chargers game because they got a Bosa there uh, and and they can can break some heat. But at the same time, if he's limited, like we've seen him. Like he he wasn't good in either of the last two weeks. He can't, he cannot put weight and and get to the outside and guys are beating him around the edge without a problem. You know, let him get right. Winning a game in September or I guess we're in October now. That's how fast the calendar goes. We are in October now. Uh, It's uh, it's less important than winning a game in December and January. You know, obviously the Chargers are, are, are competing for the same playoff seating that you are, um in the AFC they crowded at the top AFC. But you know I I wish they would shut him down for a week or two. Um get him get him right because uh it's more important to have him right when the games really mean something mm-hmm. than right now in October when you've got a little bit of time and, and let's <laughs> say you put you, you put hands in there or you put Hudson in there and they get beaten, it, it's not good. Um Okay, you learned um, the, the flip side of it, the upshot is what if hands can play? you know what 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 if Hudson suddenly becomes suddenly figures out that he actually has to sustain a block instead of just you know chucking his hands into a guy uh, you know, <laughs> may, Maybe he found something then. who knows uh, it, it doesn't look good now, but you know the the way the Jed is playing now is not indicative of what Jedrick wills is. And uh, like, like with Baker, you know, if his shoulder's not right, you got to sit him for a week, you know, let that, let that thing heal, let it get better because th- there are more important things at play here than beating the chargers on, on October 10th or whatever the heck they're playing. <laughs> you know, you gotta, you gotta have that, that, that picture, you know, the big picture, the, the vision for what the real goal is. Um, and it's not, you know, going out every Sunday and, and, try, and putting all your chips in on every Sunday. Um, I know I know that's what a lot of fans want to do. But, you know, it, if it costs you later, it's not worth it now.
1: Yeah, it's not like, you know, the bye week is, you know, a week or two away where you say, oh, well, we can nurse it till then. Um, it's, 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 it's a significant amount of time away. And, you know, it, it, it still blows my mind. We're talking about a player that was literally carted off the field week one and somehow started week two. Somehow none of that equates to make any sense to me. Um, I understand the why they're doing it. And, you know, look, Jedrick Wills is a second year player. Um, you know, sometimes you have to, you know, tell a second year player, look, even if you think you're good, we're not doing this. You know, it, it's just, you know, you, and the other thing is if he's out there right now, he is no better than a Chris Hubbard. He is no better than a Blake Hance, and he really is no better than a, you know, a James Hudson. So at this point, figure it out. you got enough intelligent people in the building. If we're not, you know, let's not go with Jedrick Wills. You've, Play a bunch of tight ends anyway. You're about to face a defense that's giving up six yards a carry. Um, I think there's a way we could find a way and work around this. Yes, obviously we all know Bosa is a phenomenal player. That's fine. But, um, you know, they've gone up against solid edge players thus far. They're going to go up against more. You just scheme and figure a way out on it. Um, give me a player or two here on uh, on offense, Jeff. And I thought it was funny last week because the Browns seem to get themselves into this situation every year with the passing game where it's, all right, no, no, no. You know what? Why don't we just throw it to Hollywood? Because every time we do that, it seems to work. Um, Or, you know, just, you know what? Passing game's not working. That's fine. Stop throwing it. We have the best backfield in the league. Um, But a player or two here or some things, you know, maybe, you know, somebody you want to point out for standing out or maybe somebody, you want to point out that maybe needs to step up. You know, I would
0: like to see them get more of Donovan Peoples-Jones and Anthony Schwartz into the game uh, just because yes. their speed element opens things up, and I think that would make life even easier for Kareem and Nick out of the backfield. Uh, I wonder if they're too reliant on their tight ends and playing, you know, I know they've run a lot of three tight end packages, but certainly they run a lot of two. We, we, saw, we saw what Minnesota did last week, and, and it's the same base offense as where Stefanski cut his teeth and they are now running three wide consistently. Mm-hmm. And I, I wonder if getting that extra speed on the field, if that helps Baker, if it helps the spacing, uh, because it does seem like, like especially when Hooper is, is the primary targeted tight end, and this isn't an indictment. Like, the guy, he's a good player, but he's not he's not a dynamic. Like, if you want a big play, you get to the ball to Austin Hooper, you get to the to other people's Jones. And... I'm not sure that the young receivers on the outside are, are getting enough run, especially with Jarvis out, because that's, you know, what Jarvis, Jarvis is what Jarvis is, and they missed that, and, and I'm not sure that the DPJ can do that, but may, maybe try, you know. I mean, let, let, let's see what they can do um, catching a defense off guard, especially a defense like the Chargers, where they don't, they don't defend the run well, as you pointed out. They also don't have any depth at corner. Um, but they do have decent safety play. They have decent linebacker play. Maybe this is a game where you spread the field out more and, and see what can happen. Now, now, obviously Baker has to be right to make that work. But you know that, that that's something I would like to see. And and the other thing, J.C. Tredwell at center, he's not having a great year. Uh, I, I know that his PFF grade is, is is fairly lofty. He doesn't look that good to me. And I, I, especially as a run blocker, I need to see him get out and actually engage people better. That's something that, you know, he, he's just not doing it well. And they, they, they look, he, he's still fine. He's, he's a perfectly acceptable starting center. But they really got to start thinking about the succession plan there now. And uh, with, with Nick Harris going on IR, we're not going to see that this year. So, I, I don't know, man. There, there, there are chinks in the armor. But the fun and the short of it is this is still a really good, fun, versatile offense that can win Throwing the ball, they can win. Running the ball, yes, they can still win. Throwing the ball, I know people don't want to believe that right now because of what happened in Week Four, but uh, <laughs> Week One and Week Two, Baker was phenomenal, and he can be that again. I I, I have no worries about Baker long term, other than you know get that get that left shoulder right because it is it is throwing off his ability to throw outside the sticks, uh, specifically to his
1: right. And well, with this, and we do in this when we do this every year. Look, if you're all selling your stock on Baker Mayfield. Please call. I will purchase it at a discount, and I have zero issues with that. Um, Schwartz Week One, you know whether you know it was you know forced into action, whatever it was, um, you had to take notice from that, and you it, it it was obvious it changed the defensive game plan, the strategy where the eyes went, you know, from the Kansas City Chiefs. You you had to respect number ten, and almost basically you know put him back into hibernation after this. Um, with Odell back against the Bears, it allowed for Donovan Peoples Jones to get some one on ones. And you saw what he could do with that, you know, two receptions for 40 yards. He's, you know, got a bigger frame. He's physical. He knows how to box cornerbacks out. Um, I know it gets to be a difficult issue when you have this many players, you know, at your skill positions. It's hard to keep everybody fed, you know, but you have to start looking at, you know, a, a changing of the guard here. And, you know, you drafted these young men for a reason Um, they've shown that they can contribute. If you ask them to, uh, I'm not saying you got to phase anybody out, but it's certainly maybe time to, you know, phase 10, ten and 11 in. And as far as the Brown center position, uh, I think it's pretty safe to say the 2020 Cleveland, uh, 2022 Cleveland Brown center is not currently on this roster. We are going to get to the defensive side of the ball here with Jeff. Um, you know, some thoughts as, you know, this has started to trend upwards really, really quickly. And it's really been impressive. And, uh, you know, we've all been waiting to see a, a, you know, Browns defense that can be dominant. Maybe we're close to getting there. More coming. Jeff Risden on your latest Lockdown Browns. We are back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on it for another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use the promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports, Bet online where the game starts. Week three, Jeff, it started with a uh, Chicago Bears team and a piss-poor game plan for rookie quarterback Justin Fields. Um, and for the Browns, it got to be maybe like, there's no other way to Sorry, put it, Jeff. And, and I've said this a million times. I, I don't know how you give, you know, it's like you bought your 17-year-old a brand-new car. They smacked it up. And you're like, oh, well, here, give him another, another brand-new car. Like, I don't know what the Bears are doing with Nagy. It it makes zero sense to me. But, again, this is not locked on Bears. But they carry that over into Minnesota. And, obviously, Minnesota, you know, a great first drive. And you see this a lot of times as defenses are trying. You know, there's the, you know, round one of, you know, jab, counter jab, block. But after that, you know, Joe Woods let the athletes loose. And, you know, uh, I'll mention this here. The cut of Elijah Lee yesterday was kind of a surprise to me um, because I think he kind of forced his way on the field because. He can run, which seems to be the mo for what this Browns defense wants to do. But JOK Grant Delpit, um, Greedy Williams was a great story on Sunday. That's probably not going to get mentioned. You know, didn't get the mention it probably deserved after all he's been through. And watching Kirk Cousins look at this defensive line, Jeff, like, well, how many guys do you have that are six foot five, two seventy five, runs four sixes or faster, and are long as hell? Like he was dumbfounded and. They just got that Vikings defense into a vortex that they just couldn't get out of.
0: Oh, man, it was, it was, it was really fun watching the front four attack. Um, and, and especially, like, the, the second to last drive when, when they had Clowney and the two Maliks on the inside and then and Garrett on the other side. Like, like, getting home every single play just rushing four, that's mm-hmm. a luxury that not a lot of teams have. And I, I wrote it up. I thought Jadevian Conney played the best game he's played since he was in Houston and and healthy in Houston on Sunday. He was, he was phenomenal. That, that, that's his, that's peak Jadevian right there. Um, and, and it overshadowed, like Miles Garrett didn't get a sack. He hit the quarterback seven times, Jeff. <laughs> 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 he made such a monster impact, even though it didn't show on the stat sheet um, and Malik McDowell, Malik Jackson played well. Uh, they got, they got dudes, man. <laughs> they They bring in, I think the the only official sack wound up going to uh, to Zach McKinley. Yep. Like the 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 breadth of talent that they have on on the defensive line right now. You you finally see it coming together. You see those guys learning how to work off one another. Like it, it took them a couple of weeks before you you realize like okay, when Malik McDowell, this is what move he does, and and I can do this next to him because he does this, and it impacts the blocking that way. And you see the guys figuring that kind of stuff out. And they're, they're all smart enough and talented enough to make that, that kind of thing work. And, and I, I'm, I'm very excited about what I've seen from the defensive front. Um, and, and then look how much easier that makes life for JOK. Um, he can fly to the ball. He, he, yes. he, tends to, he tends to fly past the ball at times. Sure. You can, work, you can work with that. <laughs> you know, it's better than the guy that never gets there. Uh, I thought Malcolm Smith played a great game Sunday. Um, other than one reception he allowed on the final drive, he was really good, um, and and he, he he played well against Houston too. So the, the, you maybe you have something with the veteran linebacker there, you know the the sort of old and young mix that this seems to be working. Because the other linebackers are, are look, Taki did okay, um, but he he probably shouldn't be on the field other than than when you're when when the fullbacks in the game or when they're in you know twelve personnel <laughs> that type of thing. You know they're they're exciting on the front, man. I, that that front six, front seven, front six, basically, they can they can mix and match really well against any style of offense. and i'm I'm very excited by that. And, and again, the the coordination that they're getting between them, um give Joe Wood some credit on that. Give, give the coaching staff some credit on that. But give the players a lot of credit, too, because they are figuring this out. And their ability to do that makes the secondary look so much better. Uh, I, you're right, man. Greedy deserves some credit. He played pretty darn well on Sunday. Uh, he's he, he, he's your variable. Greg Newsome goes out. Greg Newsome's been really good. I've been mm-hmm. very impressed by the rookie. He was
1: their best cornerback I mean, up until he went out.
0: He was he was better than Denzel. I agree. And and you take him out and you bring Greedy Williams off the bench and he, he turns in the kind of game that he did you got some depth, man. um AJ Green, you know didn't have a good day. he only played one snap and and they they found him right away. but you yes, know they did. There, there's some potential there like like um, Ronnie Harrison goes out. you bring in M.J. Stewart, frequent Jeffries and whipping boy MJ Stewart. He played okay in, in his yes. head. so they they have some the depth that they have on defense it's really starting to show and and I do think it is a case of all those guys getting more comfortable with one another and learning learning the tendencies and things like that. It, it, it's an exciting time because this is starting to be the defense that we really anticipated seeing. And uh, it's a defense that can win games when the offense doesn't have it. And the offense didn't have it on Sunday. And the defense still won the game for them. That's not a luxury that these Browns have had ever. Uh, not, not going back to, you know, I got to go back to the Michael Dean Perry, Clay Matthews, you know, Chip Banks era before I, I remember a defense you know, Hanford Dixon and Frank Minifield with thing gash and safety that, that that could take away what a team wants to do no matter what they want to do. And this Browns defense has shown in the last two weeks they can do that. And I think they're gonna do it again on look, Justin Herbert. No no disrespect to Justin mm-hmm. Herbert and the Chargers, that, that's a good football team. I think we all saw that on Monday night, that they can they can light up the sky if they need to. Browns have the ability to shut that down. And I, I'm oh man, I'm I'm so excited about it. You know, just the fact that, that they have all these guys, Jeff, it's it's fun to watch. It's fun to watch them do it.
1: Well, and you think about this, you know, ideally most likely, you know, the past couple of weeks you've been star- you've been playing without, you know, two of what would have been your key part of your rotational linebacker unit in Walker and Phillips. You know, Newsom goes out, Harrison goes out again, and MJ Stewart, and this is funny for a guy who did nothing all summer. Um, literally nothing MJ Stewart did and everybody was like wow MJ Stewart made the team like this wasn't even like a, a cut and we got sure. him back at a cheaper rate Um, but it tells you you know as much as you know he has been a whipping boy there's something that they feel about this and maybe part of it is is we think MJ Stewart will be a better player when he gets to play with better players Um, once you can start to have to you know you can limit what you're asking of some of these guys because hey it's not like 2017 or early 2018 where we know miles is great and he's going to get two and a half sacks. We still might lose by 30. Um, now you just have so much more depth, as you mentioned. And now all of a sudden these guys are going to start to come back and it's probably going to make for a really, really weird Sunday coming up here where, you know, we get the inactive list and we like, wow, he's not dressing today, but that's to the point where yeah. it's at. Like they don't, you know, I, you know, Joe, I'm sorry you can't dress 28 guys on defense. You know we need some guys on the other side of the ball too. Even though you think every one of these guys is you know a contributor, which to this point kind of looks like it is. Um, so it's just been I- I impressive with all of that. Um, I guess we'll just tiptoe on this one. I know you love them, Jeff. I loved them. Cowboys have released Jalen Smith. I-, I just he never got it back. And no, I don't think he's going to get claimed through waivers because nobody's going to touch that type of money, obviously. So he's come four o'clock today. Exactly. Come four o'clock today. You know, he's going to be a free agent. Is this something you dip the waters in or do you even say, oh, well, let's bring in Jalen Smith and we'll move on from Mac Wilson? Oh, hey, Jalen Smith, do you want to come here and maybe be our fifth or sixth linebacker? I just don't see that really happening.
0: I'm gonna say this, and I'm I'm looking up at the sky right now, and I hope the Lord doesn't strike me down. But I would rather have Mac Wilson than Jalen Smith at this point.
1: Really Whoa, funny. we got a oh, we got a spicy one early here from Jeff <laughs> There's
0: there's your promotional tease right there, Jeff. <laughs> Look, Jalen Smith. So so as you know, I, I I cover the Detroit Lions and the Lions fans. Hated Jelani Tavai with the, the passion of a thousand sons. It, it, it's, it, it was rough, man. I will say this from watching the and I, weirdly enough, I've watched every Cowboys game this year, and and most of them last year because well they are quote unquote America's team. Although I think the Browns probably have more like people rooting for them. Um, I think people look to root against the Cowboys, but that's that, that's that's for a different show. That's
1: why well, it goes one way or the other. You're either watching the Cowboys, you're either watching to watch the Cowboys, or you're watching to watch the Cowboys lose. There's no doubt. Exactly. Um,
0: uh, Jalen Smith is not a good football player. Just flat out, he's he, he's he's as bad as what Jelani Tavai was in Detroit, and Tavai is now on the the Patriots practice squad. Let's see what is going on with the Patriots? Like, okay, they're, they're all out now um, so yeah I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't touch Jalen Smith um, he's not he just he he misses he misses at the point of attack so consistently that it, it screws up his teammates like they're so much better when he's not on the field uh, look, just watch their splits with and without him it, it, it I think the yards for play is like they're like two and a half yards worse when he plays than when he doesn't and, and that's that's a direct function of how poor he's played. So I don't want any part of that. No. Pass. Hard. Next.
1: <laughs> I, 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 I'm to the point where, I mean, it, it just doesn't make sense. But, I mean, when we're talking about this, Brian's linebacking core, we're talking about, you know, athletes. You know, Malcolm Smith, that's why he's still doing what he's doing in the NFL. I mean, he can run. He's an athlete. Um, anything to possibly dwarf or slow down Jeremiah Usu-Koromoa is just stupid at this point he just brings an element that this defense doesn't have and as i tried to tell everybody he's a hitter he's a finisher and they really haven't had anybody on the defensive side of the ball who's done that you know in my four years of covering it so you just get a special kind of energy vibe and he's just the right mix of intelligence athleticism speed and want to um and look there ain't no room there just ain't no, hey, do you want yeah, to come Anthony, here? And, Anthony Walker's coming back at some point. Exactly. That guy's really yep. good. Yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and now I mean we, we, and we say all these superlatives, and now you're probably getting your, you know, maybe your most intelligent football player on the field back. So, I mean, just as this thing is trending in the way it is. Uh, we're going to get to some Chargers here. Uh, you know, obviously everybody got a chance to see them, you know, Monday night prime time. I've gotten to see some Chargers action this year. Justin Herbert's the player. But, you know, they every team's got deficiencies, and I do think the Chargers have a couple of deficiencies that line up hugely, hugely well for some of the biggest positives of what the Cleveland Browns do. Locked on, Browns, joined here by Lions Wire. Browns Wire, uh, t- uh, real GM, Mr. Jeff Rizden. Yeah, Folks, and- you – One sec, Jeff. One game, oh, folks, yeah, you I- all I- know – i'm just
0: excited dude i want want the run game i want the run game man bring me (laughs) wrong we're gonna get to that
1: (laughs) folks you know all about it did you know that bill bar has so many delicious flavors there is something for everyone when you talk to a bill bar fan they're definitely passionate about their favorites if you don't know the bill bar lineup by now well you are simply missing out coconut cherry barcia raspberry mint brownie double chocolate salted caramel strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you should get a mixed box where you will get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are the Bilt Bar flavors the best tasting, they are healthy too. Check out the macros, 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty and all healthy. Go to built.com right now. Use promo code locked on, and you'll get 15% off your order. The promo code locked on for 15% off at builtbar.com. Big test Sunday, Jeff, as you know, the Browns roll on out and to SoFi Stadium. Their first of hopefully two trips out there. We say jokingly, of course. Um, Figures cost, of course. That would certainly be well, that would certainly do well for the wallets of the folks over at Brownswire. Certainly would do well for the wallet over here at Lacton Browns, but plenty, plenty months away for that. Um, You look at Justin Herbert, you know, the evolution of this player, um, and, and, you know, Tyrod Taylor, this is, I mean, Tyrod Taylor, it's just, it's going to be this funny sequence of events for him. Um, basically, opening up the doors for so many quarterbacks to end up, you know, being franchise quarterbacks. Um, solid player. You have Keenan Allen. You have Mike Williams, who you know for the Browns could be a little bit of a, an interesting cover, you know, due to his body size. Um, similar to the Browns, they like their tight ends. Um, and then there's the pain in the butt, Austin Eckler. But besides rookie left tackle for the Chargers, Jeff, and it was evident Monday night where the Raiders, you know, possess a, a pass rush. Kind of similar to what the Browns can do. Um, I, I, if the Vikings couldn't do it and the Bears couldn't do it, the Chargers' offensive line certainly does not appear like they're going to be able to handle these four. Yeah, Rayshon Slater is the legit at left tackle. That guy's that guy's awesome. The so of their
0: offensive line can the, the Browns can take that apart, um, and and I expect them to have a, a lot of success. Uh, and I expect I expect the Chargers to do a lot of. Let's, let's get a quick swing pass out here to, to Eckler to try to loosen things he's up. He's going to catch 11 balls.
1: He's probably going to catch yeah. 11 balls. <laughs> yeah,
0: he, he, he absolutely could. And he's dangerous. He, he's really good in space. They got to be careful. That's where having J.O.K. comes in. You know, I, I do think you're right, man. The, the way that the Browns defense has played the last two, really two and a half weeks, uh, I. I think they're going to have a lot of success against what the chargers try to do. And, and again, no disrespect to the chargers offense. They're a good. That's a good football team. I don't think they match up well with what the Browns do on either side of the ball. And that's, so I, I, I do like the Browns. I and mean, then this is a game. Again, we know that miles Garrett is superhuman. This is another game where Clowney can go off where Malik McDowell can go off because uh, that, that, that's where the weakness is on the chargers offensive line. Go get them boys.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I mean, okay, well, so you're going to put two to three people and you're going to chip on miles or Jadavian. Then there's still the other three and you've got this crazy twin towers effect, basically, you know, shooting up the bees and the 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 bees in the a gap and you know, good luck. I mean, just, just good luck with it. Cause right now it's something that nobody really has an answer for when these guys are all healthy, all on their games. And we've seen the best of it here the last two weeks. And now you get to the chargers defense and, Look, a lot of great individuals on that defense, you know, whether it's Bosa, whether it is Derwin James, uh, you know, Adderley has his moments. Uh, Asante Samuel Jr. Certainly on a nice progressional path. Um, Jeff, they get gutted. And, you know, for a Browns team that, you know, can feature their run game, can tell you, hey, and you saw it in the Texans game where Baker Mayfield said, "We'll tell them what they're doing, what we're doing. I don't care. Um, I think that can be the case here again this week um six yards per carry i mean it look we're on the week five now so this is four games obviously this chargers team has a serious serious difficulty handling the running game oh and here is the best backfield in the nfl the best backfield they've seen and again you know good luck boys um you haven't shown you've been able to do it um the browns do it better than anybody in the league can do it right now here's 24 27 and you know Again, probably going to have to lean on the run game here a little bit. If Baker's shoulder's right, it should lead for an opportunity through play action for some big plays. Um, it seems like a pretty easy recipe, even though you're looking at two teams who are listed as 3-1. It does. And my my one
0: concern, and it's not really a concern, it's more of an irrational concern, um, is that they're like, okay, they're, they're going to expect us to run the ball, so let's go ahead and throw it um, and get cute. I don't think that's going to happen. I really don't. But I do like, dude. I'm from I'm from Cleveland, man. I worry. That's what I do. Um, I'm I'm a jaded Cleveland sports fan. I have to worry about it, even though I know it's not going to happen. But I still have to worry. Like they're going to come out and like, you know, eight of the first ten plays are passes. Uh, that that that's. I, I think Stefanski and Van Pelton crew are, are smarter than that but I still have to worry about it just because I have to worry. But, yeah, I'm, I'm not all that worried about the offensive success in this game. I, I do want to see them cash in touchdowns in the red zone and getting, getting one fourth down, let's, let's convert one, or, or just kick the damn field goal. Stop this madness. <laughs> the, 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 there are chances for this team to get healthy in a lot of ways on the offensive side of the ball. Um, I, I guess the Chargers defense, like, like their safeties are really good. This year Adderley, that guy can, that guy can really ball, man. He's he's playing mm-hmm. real well, but they, their linebackers don't, don't come downhill. Well, their, their interior defensive line is vulnerable. They can get pushed back um, or they can get shaded out to a side. You see some of the running lanes that the was getting at this team. Like, my God, Chubb, this is so like we talked earlier, like, you know, is it, is it Hunt setting up Chubb or Chubb setting up Hunt? This is a week where Chubb can just go off on his own because his Probably. style of running is deaf to them. So uh, I, I'm i I'm looking forward to seeing it. I, I, as much as we just chalked up the defense, I do think that the Chargers' offense is going to put up some points. So I expect a lot of points in this game. And I do think that, that running the ball, you normally don't run the ball in a shootout, that's why the Browns are an exception. And that's one of the reasons why they're so darn hard to play because they can get big plays out of the run game. Now, they haven't had as many, like, 35, 50-yard runs as you normally expect. They could
1: get one or two of those this week, and it would. No question. We're going to close with this, Jeff. The Jacksonville Jaguars. What are we doing? <laughs> this, I mean, look, this was never a good idea to begin with um no. through the summer it looked even apparently worse um the players first of all, didn't like him to begin with um and this is the nfl this isn't high school this isn't college you fly home with your team that's the way it works um you don't get yourself in these incidents um and the other thing is you know yeah if you were going home for a mini reunion that's fine uh, you tell your wife to throw out some invitations and we get together in a hotel suite or something. We don't go out like normal folk. Look, I mean, you've got Trevor Lawrence and everything. And this is the saddest part of what's going on down there is I, I, Trevor Lawrence is playing. He seems to be getting better. But you can't find national coverage talking about the Jaguars number one overall pick. The guy is supposed to save this franchise for most likely ending up in London. And we're talking about Urban Meyer and nothing really related to actually playing football. It's I mean, yeah, I gave exactly. it to Halloween. Uh, I mean, if I could bet it, if I could double down and bet it again, shit, maybe I'll go Columbus Day, which is only Monday. Um, but this is it was bad to begin with. It, it It got progressively worse. And now it just looks like, I mean, it just looks like an all out you know, gas fire and, you know, you go to pull out the fire extinguisher and you realize that you never replaced it the last time you used it.
0: You know, the the only thing I can remember that, that's like this was when Bobby Petrino was with the Falcons. Um, <laughs> and, and and the whole thing that, and, and his dalliances with Louisville and Arkansas, like just, it was so easy for everybody to see this coming. You know, everybody, everybody saw this coming, and it, it, uh, it, it's just rough, man. I, I don't personally like Urban Meyer. I never have. Uh, it, it, it's just – look, he's a very successful college coach. He needs to go back to the Fox studio um, or the, their game day set. Look, I remember I went to the Ohio State-Michigan game at Michigan two years ago, and we're standing out there, me and my brother-in-law, who's a diehard Michigan fan, and even he is chanting, "Urban, come here, urban come here. You know, he gets that everywhere. But for, for Michigan fans to be cheering that to an Ohio State dude, dude, why, why would you Why would you do this? It, it's just stupid. And you know, the whole thing, you're right, man. You can't live a normal life when you're Urban Meyer. You just can't. And he has to accept that. And I, it, it, it's got to end. It, it's not going to end well. That, that's a better football team, by the way. They have more talent than what they're showing. Uh, aside from the, the off-field stuff, the on-field stuff—they're not playing to their potential. That—that—that that, that, that is not an 0-4 roster. They're better than that, and and Irvin's responsible for that too. So he's not even doing a good job at the things that he's supposed to be good at.
1: It, It's—it's got to die, die. Yeah. <laughs> and the other thing is, I mean, and the other thing is—is is if you're the Jaguars, you're probably not going to be any more appealing than you are right now, um, to somebody coming in to take that job. Oh, well, I got right. my quarterback. I've got some pass rushers on defense. I've got some players on defense. Yeah. All right. So what yeah. do I need? What do I need? Maybe a really solid offseason? and we're talking about a team that could, you know, seven, eight wins. Um, yeah, trust I mean, me, they, uh, they've
0: got they've got the running back, they've got wide receivers, they've got their offensive line is not bad. Um, they have some building blocks there. They, they probably need a defensive tackle and a and a playmaking guy in the in the defensive backfield. That they, look, the AFC South is garbage right now. Tennessee's <laughs> going to win that division. They're gonna to go seven and ten and win that division. Sure. Uh, that that so the, the opportunity is there the window is there. You're right, man. It, it is going to be an attractive time for somebody else. Um, be be the first team to fire your coach. Get out in front and and get that search going and get the best players get the best coach that you possibly can because you're right, man. That is going to be an attractive job even as bad as as Urban has bungled it.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, he, he did one thing right. They did one thing right for the organization. You know, obviously had the number one, or one pick, but drafted Trevor Lawrence and the path looks there, you know, for success. Just, you know, got to, you know, do some prettying up around it. Um, so we've gotten to offense. We've got to defense. We've gotten some chargers here. And obviously whatever the ridiculous mess is down in Jacksonville, Jeff Risden uh, from Real GM, uh, Browns Wire, Lions Wire. One of the hardest working guys there is. Always love talking ball here with Jeff. Make sure you're following at Jeff Risden, checking out all the written work. Of course, uh, as everybody knows, the show itself, Locked on Browns, follow-back account, me personally, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Whether it is um, iTunes, Spotify, Odyssey, appreciate everybody for making uh, Locked on Browns your first listen day in, day out, and again, always free, always will be. Uh, we'll continue through the week. We still have the crossover episode coming. We still have the pregame show coming. As Browns are headed to LA Sunday for a, you know, what should be a really, really solid matchup as the Browns, you know, continue basically try to test themselves and see, you know, how high in the rankings, how high the talent of this team can take them. This has been your daily delivery of all things dog pound. LGB on the L-O-B. Let's go, Browns.